The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Good afternoon. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell's program sponsored by Triad Veterans League. Station is WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Got a little rain outside, folks. Kind of clear the air up a little bit. It's going to get all messed up again, you know, so much stuff going on. And I mean stuff. We're going to talk about a little bit of that stuff today, you know, to try to give some focus. Here we are in the month of May, and things are almost like they were in April, this following month. I'm looking at hearing about veterans. Let me just, let me just do this right here right quick, folks. If you are struggling to afford your internet bills during the pandemic, there's a temporary government program that may be able to help. It's called the Emergency Broadband Benefit, and it provides up to a $50 monthly discount on your broadband bill to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov slash broadband benefit or call toll free at 833-511-0311. That's 833-511-0311. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I want to acknowledge the veterans out there that's uh, out there, those that have served, those that need to be served, and what we can do to get the ball of respect rolling for our veterans. Like I said, this program is sponsored by Triad Veterans League, 857-204-5312. That's our number. We are available for veterans uh, to try to help them in any way that we can. A lot of things are going on in our community, and uh, we want to keep our veterans and their family members abreast. One of my concerns about the veterans today, and when I heard the news, 
that there was a meeting of VA officials and veterans leaders uh, regarding the possibility of closing the Jamaica Plain VA Healthcare Services. Now, my experience has been with that particular facility, a very personal note in that I was a uh, over 25 years ago, I was a patient there in the detox portion of the VA healthcare system, as was a lot of before me and after me. And then they changed the location of the detox center, the physical location of the detox center, and they put it behind the hospital, and it has been there in that section of the hospital grounds for quite some time, for quite some time. Now, the Jamaica Plain VA Hospital has a broad selection of mental health and substance abuse services and rehabilitation services that spin off into our community. They have a housing program. Uh, it is a place for a lot of veterans that come from out of town uh, to come and get services. Jamaica Plain, 101 Huntington Avenue, VA Hospital. That's what we're talking about. So... It's been a lot of building different departments and expanding it, you know, uh, this, the, the facility within itself. Now, I don't know if those men and women, I haven't seen a lot of women over there doing that repair work, are veterans. I don't know that. I'm hoping that they are. But my question is, why would you, meaning the VA, think about closing that facility for certain services and open it up for other services that might cost people their jobs that have been there for quite some time? And for the veterans that are used to coming there for care and services and say to them, you, you you can go out to West Roxbury or you can go out to New Bedford, VA. Why would you do that? With all the mental health and substance abuse needs for our veterans, a decision is going to be made as to closing that facility, and we don't need to be closing any facilities if you just look at the situation in an area that has now been called, designated, mass cash in the city of Boston, which is like a quasi-graveyard for addiction. People right around the corner from Suffered House of Corrections on Braxton Street 
I've been there too. I go in there now and speak to people in the units where addiction is supposedly their problem. But getting back to that particular area, that's the area that they were talking about, the tents. And you got to get rid of them. You got to get rid of the tents. Get rid of the tents. But what about the people? They're still there. They are still there in need of help, laying in the streets, police cars sprinkled here and there, and a private security company where WARE security is patrolled in the streets. And I don't know if they are trained in any way to recognize an overdose or symptoms that uh, need to be addressed immediately. I'm just saying, folks, that some of those people in there are veterans, male and female, male and female. Sure, the tents are gone, but the people are there. That particular population that needs so much help is there still. Now, you have all these organizations that come from afar posing like they really want to do something, but they just want to get some money. They're not at all interested in prevention, intervention, treatment. They're not interested in that because they make dollars off people's pain. Veterans don't deserve that. This is the other page radio coming from to you from WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. And my name is Haywood Fennell, and I'm a veteran. And I just gave a little spiel on the state of VA health care being threatened, the need for expanded services, a realistic look at how our veterans are served when it comes to substance abuse, mental health disorders, trauma, coping, PTSD, and why it is important not to say that veterans just are homeless and they just need a place to stay. Our veterans need treatment, long-term treatment, learning coping skills, and not being placed in a room that can eventually become a tomb if we're not treating them in the right manner. If you are struggling to afford your internet bills during the pandemic, there's a temporary government program that may be able to help. It's called the Emergency Broadband Benefit, and it provides up to a $50 monthly discount on your broadband bill to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov slash broadband benefit or call toll free at 833-511-0311. That's 833-511-0311. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. 
If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Back again at the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. This program is on Boston's community radio station, WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. You know what? When you hear a figure like $400 million, I mean, you, you, you don't have any idea of what that is. $400 million, folks. Well, he was telling me that they have money like that in the state government here for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts to do some programming. We don't need to be closing schools. We need to be retooling our schools because the schools today are not promoting many of his students. They are passing them. They have to have that room for the kids that's coming behind them. They're not learning on the level that they should in the Boston public school system. In fact, that might be a fair statement that's applicable to most students in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts that can't read. Because if you can't read, you can't learn. If you can't learn, you're going to try to find other ways to take shortcuts so that you can get to the next grade. I don't know about these parents. I know my parents uh, and family members were concerned about my education in that they insisted that I learn how to read. That's not happening today. And we need to be mindful of that $400 million that I just mentioned that can be used, some of it, to retool our educational system to provide those that don't want to go to college, those that need to have a job that's going to allow them to make a contribution to their community with some different kind of trade and skill building for job and workforce development. You hear the term a lot around housing, and you hear people say affordable housing, affordable housing. Well, what is affordable housing? Do you know? What is affordable housing to a person that is... uh, getting Section 8 or some other kind of government subsidy, subsidy for their living status. What does it mean to a person that has a job but has to have another job in order to pay their rent, take care of their family? What, what are we talking here, affordable housing? I'll tell you what we're talking We're talking about a segment in our society that is better educated, maybe through design. I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of racial overtones in this educational system today. But 
they have an advantage because of their education, because of their being able to get promoted faster than you or me. I don't know. But they have that education, and that education gives them the money that they need to move into what is called affordable housing. While the other people, they don't move. If they don't have that government subsidy, they stay right there. They can't move. They don't have a job or an education that allows them to grow financially. And so they're stuck. So we got to look at that $400 million that the Baker administration has and decide how are we going to access that money so that we can improve our living status? How are we going to do that? How are we going to do that? That's just a thought. $400 million, where's it going? Who's getting it? Why are they getting it and why aren't we getting it? in our community. Have you been through Dudley Station lately, now called Nubian Square? Have you walked through there and seen all the new stores, all the new enterprises and etc.? Have you seen it? No, me either. That is a shame. We don't even own a hot dog stand an ice cream parlor. We need to understand that we are going in the wrong direction because we are not at the table when decisions are made. We are on the table as in lunch for people to dissect our dreams and our aspirations of being a, becoming a strong community. Other page radio station. My name is Haywood Fennell. Really happy to be here today. back again, you know, that's uh, I believe that's one of them Duke Ellington pieces that we we play all the time and uh, brings up the upcoming uh, auditions that I want to tell, talk about a little bit with you for the uh, revisions that's going to be happening with the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company we are in agreement with the Department of Africana Music at Berkeley College of Music to revise the play the, the Harlem Renaissance revisited with a competent cast and technical folks. But on May the 14th at the Vine Community Center, 
there will be the first open audition for this play. It's going to be an exciting play. It's been around for 25 years. They're getting ready to, I mean, really bring in the uh, hip-hop genre, new movement, new cast, energized. Some of the other people mix it all together. You got a flavor that you will appreciate. I mean, it's all about using theater as a mechanism to educate and empower people, not just to entertain. We're looking forward to folks coming out and auditioning, not just for being in front of the camera, but learning how to do some of the technical aspects of theater production, lighting, sound, prop set design. That's what we're going to be working with, you know, in order to become a stronger community-based theater program. You know, it's our 25th year, the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program Company, also known as The Company. We have a lot of good people. One of the ones that we're really, really, really proud of is a young lady getting ready to get go into her sophomore year at Emerson College. She has a four-year full scholarship at Emerson College. She's studying theater. Her name is Sky, S-K-Y-E, Forts, F-O-R-T-E-S. She is a phenomenon. She sings, she dances, she plays music, she reads music. She's ambitious, she's focused. She's a beautiful daughter of my friend Mark and his wife. They are absolutely wonderful people. Charmaine is her name. She used to tell me how when she was pregnant with Skye, she would sing to her baby. Do you ladies out there that are expecting a child, do you, you sing to your baby too? Because if you sing and can sing, as I'm sure Charmaine can, and she sang to her daughter, and her daughter's getting ready to go into her second year at Emerson College, and uh, she made the dean's so list. Congratulations, Scott. So that's uh, May 14th. We start at 2 p.m. at the Vine Street Community Center. Uh, for more information, the number 857-204-5312, 857-204-5312, because that's what we do. We educate, we empower, we entertain, and our uh, productions are based on based on our history. I keep looking at that $400 million and I want to just say how uh, we need economic development ideas, strategies in our community. And it seems as though when a large sums of money comes through the government, it's not large enough because it doesn't sustain the building of our community that we need. We need to go back and look at creating empowerment zones, five-year empowerment zones to build. Why can't we have our seaport uh, dynamic in business development in our community? Why can't we have that? Why, why must everything be a house? If you don't have a car, you either got to get a cab or get on the bus with your groceries when you go to uh, South Bay, to the mall. You don't have anything in your community 
except one that I know of. But we need more. We need we need to be involved in our economic development. It's young entrepreneurs that want to open businesses and there's no space for them. You have a lot of new developing people are just coming in and building what they want and not what we need. In our community, we don't have any say. The other page radio folks, this is me, Haywood Fennell Sr. Somebody said the other night that it snowed a little bit, so keep those coats nearby. Don't think that it's over because it's not. We hope that these thoughts warm you up, get you to thinking. You know, voting time is here. Voting time is here. It's a little different. Every year it gets different, but not for us. But not for us. We see former elected officials going all across the country with all kind of dangerous ideas regarding what America is and what America isn't. People down there in that January 6th insurrection saying that the present president didn't win the election. Just think about that, really. Only in America could you do some stuff like that. Try to stop legal process to certify an election that was won and then you don't want to give it up. That decision about the leaks in the Supreme Court, about the abortion rights, whoa. That's close, folks. That's close. That's closer than you think. And now we come to Boston and the elections and gathering signatures and I mean, look, what, 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 what have we gained? What have we really gained from the political? What have we in our community, black people? We still got low everything. And people coming up and telling you they're going to do this and do that if you vote for me, if you sign my papers and Have we learned anything from the fact that people were murdered, lynched, bombed, children killed in church to keep intimidation going? Have we learned anything about honesty, aspirations, good intentions? I don't think so. Not, 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 not here in the Commonwealth. I don't think so. As I said earlier, our education system is going down the drain. But if you can take some of that $400 million that 
It's in the hands of Charlie Baker. And I and, and I just want to enter the name of Aaron Murphy. Do you know Erin Murphy? You should. She's a Boston City Council. And she is in charge of the Veterans Committee. She is trying to get housing created for veterans on a broader scale. In our community, we don't even have a veteran center. Triad Veterans League has been advocating for a veteran center for the last, since Tom and Nino. And veterans shouldn't have to feel like they're being done a favor when they raised their hands and said that I will die. I will give my life. I will follow all my orders no matter where they are for me to go. And they did that. And now, two weeks ago, there was a celebration for a building for the gorillas at Franklin Zoo, Franklin Park Zoo. They built a space for a gorilla and nothing for the veterans. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Mm-hmm. When you just think about that, Are you behind on rent or mortgage payments and at risk of losing your home due to COVID-19? You may be eligible for help to make your payments. State programs like RAFT and IRMA can provide funding to help eligible renters and homeowners. Don't wait. Find resources and start a secure online application at metrohousingboston.org forward slash COVID help. Metro Housing Boston. People first. Housing always. What I'm trying to do here, everyone, uh, is to keep this information out there that we are doing with these PSAs because people don't know what's going on in their community, and a lot of people need help. And if you don't have the information, then how can you get the help? These are the sounds of a dinner, a dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 Food Bank Strong. I don't know, you know, you hear uh, all the noise about the unmasking, keeping the masks on, count going up. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But if you listen to or the media 
watch it, hear it. That rise, that rise there, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything but the virus is still around. The virus is still around. And we're trying to, we're trying to have some safety around here. And the reason why I say that is because people that live in our community, African Americans in particular, are susceptible to being ill from various diseases that make them even more susceptible to getting the virus. Prostate cancer, cancer, breast cancer, diabetes, I mean, obesity. We got to keep our guards up. This pandemic hasn't gone. It didn't evaporate. Over in China, they really struggling. So let's be careful. Let's protect ourselves. Let's not forget the precautions. Let's remember the mass. Let's remember the safe distance. Let's remember the keeping our hands sanitized as much as possible. Wipe off that tabletop because we want to be around, not on the ground. This is the other page radio, and this is Hayward Fennell talking to you. You know, we want to, again, just mention the need for veterans to have a place for their medical situation and to us to remind our elected officials not to wait until the last minute but to be on top of that so that a timely decision and intervention for the purpose of keeping those medical facilities open. Boy, I wouldn't have been able to get off this television station if I didn't give this program salute to the mothers on this coming Mother's Day. Mothers are so very important. My mother was my first friend, as I'm sure a lot of you recognize the importance of that relationship with our mothers, particularly black mothers. They have been deprived of a lot of things, but yet they were able to be the mother that we needed for us to be where we are today. So, happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there from the other page radio, from Triad Veterans League, from the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program, especially to all the mothers that are in the Oscar Michaud Theater Program company. We want to just shout out, God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of a theater program that's in its 25th year. And we got to be around another 25 years if we can get into them schools with your help. 857-204-5312 for information about the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company and our May 14th audition. We're calling out to you. We want you to come out to be a part of a great company that's going to bring some history, which is no mystery 
And once you know your history, you can know exactly what it is that you can do. Not only do we do the Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a gospel flavor, with the collaboration assistance of Stages Cultural Center in Randolph, founders Sophia Caldwell Hayes, we are about the business of getting it out there. We need your help. We need you to come in and audition because this is our year. 25 years, you know, people was telling us that we couldn't do this, that we couldn't do that, and each year we got better. Each year we got more people coming in. Each year we got stronger. Families came and stayed. I want to thank Miss Irene O'Bannon out of Cambridge and bringing her family. They're part of us. Brother Mark and Chantel Boyce, their family members are with us. Monica Anderson Spencer and Brother Will Spencer and Franklin Spencer, another family, they're with us. The late Chuck Turner was with us. The late Dr. Joseph Warren was with us. I mean, we was like Milton Wright, the Honorable Milton Wright, brother of the late Betty Wright, entertainer, sister, internationally known. Be a part of something good, something big. Today's singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed Achoo. or been outside. Two. Virtual play dates, social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Like I said, we got to keep that, keep that word out there, folks, about this danger that lurks everywhere and anywhere. We need you there, so be careful. Wear that mask. Take no chances. There's plenty of it going around. You don't need to be laying down. You need to be standing up. You need to be there for us the next time we're here. But again, we want to give a Big shout out to all the mothers and wish them a happy Mother's Day and certainly hope that you enjoyed, you know, your Mother's Day. Hope the weather is appropriate. You know, uh, we're just grateful to be here today and we want to thank you for allowing us to be in your life today. And we want to welcome a brother back into the community. He's been in the community now a few months, but he did 44 years, 44 years incarcerated, Brother Omar. And we are going to organize all those brothers and sisters with the strategy of cleansing themselves and doing some work in the community to sustain and build a spiritual understanding that we do not have to allow our circumstances to determine who we are. We have to raise ourselves to the point that we can change our direction as well as changing the paradigm. Justice is not blind. 
start there. Justice is not blind. You're going to be hearing more about the three B's, Building Black Better, founded by Lowell Ward. He'll be on at some point in time. I don't know when because he's a paralegal. But we got to get out of here. We want to thank you for allowing us to be a part of your life, doing the things that we do. You can see us anywhere. Say hello. We say God bless. We're happy to be here today. We hope that whatever it is that we might have said is something that you can share with your neighbor or family member because we'll be back next week, God willing. We're going to be stronger next week on the other page television program. We're going to be interviewing uh, the district attorney for Suffolk County, Kevin Hayden. We're going to have him on that show. So that's next week, next Wednesday. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your day today. Be safe. God bless you. Love you. Bye. Proceeding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617 708 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.